just listen. Jake, I don't think Matt and I have anything to talk about. Of course you've got something to talk about. It's a relationship. What relationship? We've broken up. Ashley, I didn't write the note that was sent to Matt. And Matt didn't write the note that was sent to me. We were all set up. That's ridiculous. Who'd do something like that? Matt's pretty sure it was Brooke. Brooke? Matt thinks she wanted to arrange it so that you'd see the two of them together. I can't believe Brooke would do something like that. I really don't want to believe it either. But those notes were forced, Ashley. I swear it. Matt's telling you the truth. After Friday night, how am I supposed to believe a word Matt says? Just talk to him. He's over at the Avalon waiting for you. And he's probably in for a pretty long wait. He told me to ask you to meet him there. He really wants to talk to you. Jake... I just don't know. Just talk to him. For five minutes, even. Please. All right. Five minutes, but that's all. I'm here with my friends. Oh, yes, Gut Buckets. It may take some time, yes. But this is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. And you can take my word on that. I'm Joey. I'm Andrew. Nanu, nanu, mother... It's Chris. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) I love it. Uh, This is episode 157. We're, of course, talking 15 true friends. (laughs) Of course. Uh, (laughs) Of course, we waited two years... (laughs) <laughs> to uh, follow up the the dislocated Swede. Yeah. No. Uh, it, Chris, it, following it up with yeah, following it up with the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Legit, uh, actual next episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in two years we'll do episode five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, we've never talked That's to you a- about fifteen. I don't think. Do you like fifteen? I can't remember. I felt like uh, maybe we just talked off air about it because I feel like we. No, not did you like used to like fifteen? Do you did you like watching it? Uh, no, I do. No, not particularly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I don't like I mean, that response. <laughs> uh... There's no argument for it being good. Not technically, but like there's good things, enjoyable things about it. I think. Yeah, if you use oh, your yeah. imagination. <laughs> no, it's it's really good. Yeah, it's it's, it's a soap it's a soap opera for teenagers, and that's uh, I there I think there's a market for that, and I you know I'm that market. <laughs> and there's there is okay. a certain there's a certain uh you know, skill to like making teenage drama, like really interesting. And maybe you wouldn't say this is really interesting, but <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> would, would you, uh, would you make of the title? Because, um, you know, I, I, don't think, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it makes any sense. True friends. Uh, I think it's I think it's indicative of of how much thought was put into the writing of the episode. Okay. <laughs> so you're just so you're just you're saying we just don't get it. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, uh, this episode aired on uh, Sunday, February 24th, 1991. Mm. It's season one, episode four. Uh, we've talked about uh, February of 1991, so no need to do it again. But um, I figured I figured I'd break down the characters here, and you guys can just tell me if you think my uh, my descriptions here need tw- uh, tweaking or whether you'd agree. So we have um, we have Matt, who's the jock, who is dating Ashley. Yeah. Um, first jock. First... <laughs> yeah, he's the best like basketball player on the team. Oh God. <laughs> It must not play basketball in Canada. <laughs> you clearly didn't watch episode three. <laughs> you are clearly yeah, correct. <laughs> what I will, I I couldn't stop. I watched this episode and I just kept going. I got I got to episode seven. Um, wow, it's 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 good. Okay. It's good. Uh, there's at. Oh, go ahead. So so. Uh, uh, I just wanted to call him Maddie Two Straws because that's what I've been calling him uh, in my head. <laughs> oh, because, for his milkshake? Yeah, because he's always drinking a milkshake with two straws in it. <laughs> that's a, a foe, a foe of the environment. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that that should have made the uh, episodes that couldn't happen in 2020 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of milkshakes in 15. There's a lot. Um, there's Ashley, who's the smart slash good girl who reluctantly dates Matt. Sultry voice. Very sultry. Sultry, huh? Weight of the world on her shoulders, you think, also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's Brooke, who's the rich mean girl. Who's sure. also nine, nine, 19 at the time. <laughs> Are you saying that in right. a that seems That seems pretty good. For like, usually these people are thirty. Well, everyone else is like legit fifteen, except her. She's clearly older than everyone else. Yeah. Uh, there's her friend Kelly, uh, her best friend, who is also mean. Yep, and fifteen yeah. at the time. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, she's rocking the braces. Ashley's um, fifteen but... as well. Sorry. Okay. Uh, there's there's Jake, who's nice guy, friend to all. Jake is Jake a nice guy? It seems like he's he's kind of uh I feel like he's about to steal Ashley in like two episodes from <laughs> from um, old Maddie Two Straws. Listen, I don't want to spoil too much, but let's just say he's got an eye on Courtney. Mm. Oh someone someone <laughs> needs to <you>. Jesus. <laughs> uh there's Courtney who's Billy's older sister. She's nice, but she's a hot mess. Yeah. I, I imagine yeah. that that she will be a central uh, topic of discussion here. Mm. I, I would hope so. I mean, she's she's pretty central to the episode. Yeah. Uh, there's Billy, who's Courtney's little brother. Uh, he's under the influence of Dylan, played by Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Weirdly yeah. enough, Billy is 15 in this episode, and Dylan is 16. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds really looks like a baby. I know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just because we know so much what he looks like as an adult compared to everybody else. I honestly feel like I kind of looked like him at that point. It's kind of embarrassing to watch him <laughs> act because I'm like, are you, 
you chubby naive idiot like i'm like <laughs> mad at myself watching him <laughs> mad did you wear your, did, did you wear your shirts down to your knees or oh hell yeah i i, <laughs> I used to have this shirt that brett would make fun of all the time uh <laughs> Like one of those, like real lots of letters about being a chump or something, or, or calling people chumps. And uh, I used to get made fun of for the shirts I wear all wore in the neighborhood all the time. So I, I, I had big Billy energy. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's enamored with Dylan, and Dylan's the bad boy in their leather jacket, and he plays guitar. <sighs> he he certainly does. <laughs> I, I definitely, as we go on, want to get your thoughts on his uh, guitar playing. But um, And then there's Teresa, who's Brooke's little sister, who doesn't really uh, feature in this episode, though they do show her in the next next time. Um, and I think that's our cast. Yeah, that's Agre- nice. Agreed? That's good. <laughs> that's good. Very good descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, it seems like 15's the show that uh, we've had trouble getting people to watch the most. So I figured it might be good just to give them a a quick feel of who is who. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's wise. Um, You know, it was something that I love about this. uh, The opening credit scene, how we probably talked about this already, but like how instead of the actors names, it's the character names. (laughs) Yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. I, I had the thought, like, what, is this a documentary? Are, are they getting paid for this? Is this like a loophole so they're, they're not actually being paid? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This, this, uh, this series is streaming. The first season streaming on Amazon Prime, which absolutely blew me away. And um, if you look at... If, okay. if you look at... <laughs> If you look at the picture on Amazon Prime, it's it's like the 15 logo, but in huge block letters, it just says Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Smart. I mean, they know what they're doing. That, I mean, I guess that's the reason, but it's it just it tells you a lot about the world we live in that you could stream the first season of 15, but... As Andrew said, uh, said before we recorded, to buy the season seven of Are You Afraid of the Dark costs one hundred and thirty dollars on eBay. Just, just a microcosm of everything, right there. We are we are living in a perfectly functional world. Um, well, should we should we hear the last time on fifteen? Oh yeah, this is a really neat place. Last time on 15. Is this kind of like your own private hangout? It's nice and quiet here. Just me and the guitar. Ashley, I swear it. There's nothing going on between me and Brooke. You wouldn't lie to me, would you? Of course I wouldn't lie to you. Don't you know that? You promised you'd be home at four so I could go to Crystal's birthday party. Oh, that's right. I kept thinking there was something I'd forgotten. You promised. I know. And I'm sorry. Oh, well... What do you think of Hillside so far? Well, it, it's very... It's full of kids who treat you like a total geek, isn't it? You can't be feeling very good about that. Oh, no. Ashley? I thought you canceled our date so you could see Jake. No, listen, I can explain. Don't bother. Ashley! Don't even bother talking to me, ever! Ashley, wait! <laughs> okay, so we, we talked about that. That's dislocated Swede. 
Um, yeah. you know, Brooke, Brooke and Kelly have really set up, um, Matt to look like he's maybe cheating on Ashley. Yeah, and this yeah. episode really, really the first 12 minutes of this episode is just getting to the bottom of that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 12 minutes. It's like the first three quarters <laughs> of the episode. Then. Yeah. The first three hours of this interminably long. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. All right. So get, a, get us going, Andrew. Yeah, sure. Uh, so over at the Avalon, Matt is on the phone pleading with Ashley to take him back after he broke their date and she caught him with Brooke. But Ashley won't hear it and she hangs up on him. Ashley, I know what it must have looked like, but you've got this all wrong. There's nothing going on between me and Brooke. I don't even like Brooke. What happened What? Was... Ashley, don't hang up. Just let me... Ashley? Hello? Ashley? Meanwhile, at school, Billy tells Courtney how great it was to have their dad back at home for dinner the night before, and that he's excited at the prospect of their parents reconnecting. <laughs> uh, real fast, Chris, what is go- what is going on <laughs> wherever you're at? Uh, we're racing dirt bikes back here, my friend. <laughs> okay, I, it sounded it, it it sounded like a like a bull was sneaking up behind you or something. <laughs> No, it's just the sound of danger. Andrew, carry on. <laughs> I like the sound of these uh, birds in the background. It sounds very, like, 15 during the transition. <laughs> when they just fill their silences with, like, just random noises. <laughs> yeah. So I was just I live in nature. It's, it's hard to, you know, I'm surrounded by beauty you. and life. <laughs> very good. Um all right, yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Uh, I, there was a line here that I really liked, which is uh, yeah. when uh, Matt says Ashley had a cow, and Jake says, "Sounds like she had the whole herd." Oh man, <laughs> uh, we're actually Classic not to that Jake. point yet, but terrible. <laughs> terrible. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> My bad. Um, so Courtney thinks Billy's being delusional and doesn't want him to get his hopes up that their dad is uh, going to move back in the house. So she cuts their conversation short when she sees Ashley coming down the stairs and she asks what happened with Matt. Ashley says he keeps calling, but she hasn't had anything to say to him since Friday night. Courtney thinks he must have a good explanation, but Ashley says she already has it figured out. She trusted him and he betrayed her. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the delivery of that line. Way to the world, I tell Else- you. Yeah. <laughs> Elsewhere, Jake listens to Matt vent his frustrations about Ashley when they realize that it must have been Brooke who set up the whole thing. This is where uh, Jake's joke comes in. She won't even talk to you. She lets me get as far as, please don't hang up, and then she hangs up. I don't believe this. I spend two minutes talking to Brooke, and Ashley has a cow. Sounds like she had the whole herd. It's <sighs> really funny, Jake. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, but okay, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Uh, since Ashley won't give Matt a chance to explain, Jake offers to help to talk to her to see if he can smooth things over. Yeah, he he's the real like Samaritan here. He's he's doing good things. Yeah, he's trying to be a nice friend, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over in the school cafeteria, Billy asks Courtney if she's seen Dylan, hoping they can get together to play some music after school. 
but she mercilessly ridicules him for claiming he plays the drums and says that he shouldn't be hanging around the wilder, older boy. Mercilessly. Do you like joining me? Have you seen Dylan? Not yet. Why? I was just wondering what he's doing after school. I thought maybe we'd get together and play some music. Play some music? Sure, that's what we do when I go over to his garage. But you don't play a musical instrument. Of course I do. I play drums. Well, I guess I don't really play drums. Not yet, anyway. But I'm learning. Dylan lets you play drums with him? He's just a totally awesome musician. You should hear him on the guitar. Look, I'm not sure it's such a great idea for you to be hanging around Dylan. So who asked you? Well, I don't know. And I don't just hang around Dylan, either. He's my friend. He likes it when I come over. He's two years older than you are. So what's that got to do with it? And he's also... Well... He's pretty wild, isn't he? I mean, he's hardly the kind of guy who's a good influence. I happen to like Dylan a whole lot. I'm not saying you shouldn't like him. You're just saying you don't like him. I'm not saying that at all. Dylan is... Well, he's interesting, and I guess he's pretty attractive. I mean, well, I don't think he's attractive, but I can see why other girls might think so. You want to know something? I don't think I care what you think. Really? See you around. Well, you know, he he admits that he's a work in progress. He's Did you not think that was like pretty extreme, though? She's like, you, I, you play the drums? Yeah, but it's his sister. I would expect a sister to kind of, you know, lay it out there. Mm, okay, I mean, geez, he's, he's made one friend. Like that. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, is. She, she's a straight shooter. <laughs> no, that's not that's not straight shooter. I don't think. She's a straight psycho. She's an absolute <laughs> psychopath. Courtney is not a psychopath. What about her is crazy. Are you kidding me? Oh, we'll get to it. No. The fact that she likes Dylan and like stares at him. Yeah, she does like, have that stare. Uh, she's got that weird stare, and she's so persistent. Like maybe I'll maybe I'll see you sleeping and kind of wonder what you're dreaming about. Maybe I'll hear you play guitar sometime when you think no one is around. that that nailed it i think um (laughs) but when she suggests that dylan is a bad influence billy decides he doesn't care about her opinion as yeah 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 they're trying to start a band here yeah so back by the lockers jake tries to convince ashley to talk to matt and explains that they think brooke wrote the notes but ashley finds it all hard to believe but Jake convinces her to meet Matt at the Avalon to hear him out. She yeah, f- I, I love in this scene that Courtney is standing like 10 feet away listening. Uh, but that that they're in a school that's so quiet that you can be that far away and hear like a whispered conversation. Yeah, I, I do love her like sneaking around the corner of the banister. In this, in this just abandoned school. Yeah. Um. She find, uh, Ashley finds Matt waiting at the Avalon, and when he explains the whole story about Brooke and Kelly working together to break them up, it all sounds pretty far-fetched. But when he tells her that he loves her, Ashley isn't sure what to think. Kelly invited you? Since when have you been friends with Kelly? I don't... don't you see what happened? Brooke and Kelly set this up together. They forged the note so they knew I'd be here at 7.30. Then Kelly invited you down at exactly the same time. You've got to believe me, Ashley. 
because I'm telling you the truth. And because, well, because I think I love you. You've never said that to me before. I'm saying it now because it's true. Uh, I really love this camera zoom on this moment, like of her oh. finding out. It's like she she just has like a blank face, kind of like yet another twist. <laughs> There's a few really good camera zooms in this episode, and when they happen, they're just so out of place with how the rest of the show is shot. Yeah, it's, it's jarring. Elsewhere, Courtney finds Dylan lounging on one of the school couches, and she thanks him for being a friend to Billy. She suggests she might come to see him play sometime, but he gives her a lukewarm response. I just wanted to say, I don't know, thank you. Thank you for what? For being a friend to Billy. Brother? He comes over to my garage once in a while, bangs away in the drums. It means a lot to him. Look, let's not make a big deal of it. It's just that he's going through a bit of a tough time right now. Our parents separating and everything. He doesn't talk about it much, but he's pretty upset. Yeah, that's what I figured. He says you're an awesome musician. Well, I don't know about awesome, but... That's what Billy says. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a chance to hear you play sometime. Yeah, right. Sometime, maybe. Who knows? Uh, I kind of love this moment, too. Dylan, like... Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll film it sometime. D- Dylan's whole attitude is just—he's a bad boy. Yeah, I uh, thought Dylan. I thought uh, Chris would have like a special place for Dylan because he kind of reminds me of the James Hurley of fifteen. Oh, for sure. He's the—he does the same thing that James Hurley does in that he's able to uh, be aloof and uncool at the same time. Usually aloof makes you cool and he's somehow aloof and uncool. <laughs> you don't think Dylan's cool? No, he I mean cool uh if uh, let me put it this way, if he was actually cool, he would not be on Courtney's radar. Um clearly he's supposed to be cool though. Like in the world of 15, he's well a bad, bad yeah. boy. Again, they're in like some remote peninsula in Saskatchewan. So <laughs> before the internet existed, I don't know. He, so, <laughs> he, he seems he seems both like he he seems m- maybe in more ways that he's got it together than the other characters. Like he's sure of himself. He just plays a little guitar. He's mentoring Dylan. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but you know he's like going home and jamming to like Brian Adams and stuff like that. <laughs> and what's that mean? Uh, that means that he's he. Uh, I don't know, but he's <laughs> he's very James Hurley. Like, yeah, I I dislike him in the same way I, I dislike James. Hmm. Good. Good. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Brooke and Kelly are gloating over breaking up Matt and Ashley, and they're shocked when they see the pair walking the halls together. (laughs) 
I love this line when uh, Brooke is going, yes, I'm starting to think that relationship is totally, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the faces they make, like just, you know, yeah. bad acting 101. They're like cr- crouched down right next to each other. Um. <laughs> Silla, what do you think? I think our little plan works pretty well. I think that relationship is history. I'm beginning to think so myself. I'm beginning to think that relationship is totally, absolutely. So as Billy is getting a soda from the vending machine, he strikes up a new friendship with Olaf, also known as the, uh, yeah, the uh, dislocated sweet. (laughs) <laughs> um, who's busy playing chess with himself. Yeah. Um, he says a couple things here. Well, well, one, I think this is an interesting scene because in 15, there's so rarely a scene that's set up just to get a joke off. But mm-hmm. this scene is really set up just so Olaf, Olaf can tell a joke um, about the, playing Billy in chess. Uh, it's the best joke of the episode, though. <laughs> you want to play for money? Yeah, he nail he nails it. It's funny. That's, that is that was the peak of joy for me at the in the episode. Uh, hi. Hello. What are you doing? I'm just playing myself at chess. Yeah. So who's winning? I am. I'm giving myself a terrible beating. I'm Billy. Hold up. Oh yeah, you're the new guy from someplace weird. I I I mean not weird, just different. Quite different. Finland. Yeah, I've never met anyone from Finland. Oh, now you have. So, you play a lot of chess? I used to play back home. Chess isn't so popular here. Pretty good? Uh, pretty good, I guess. How good? In Finland, I was fourth-ranked junior player. In the whole country? Well, it's not a terribly large country. Yeah, but even so. Would you like to play a game? I don't know. You don't like chess? Well, I don't actually know how to play chess. Oh. Then would you like to play for money? (laughs) That a scene actually had like a purpose? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was funny and it was well delivered. That, that, uh, that, that Finn, that Finn, uh, who they keep calling a Swede, I guess, because, uh, I don't know. Uh, they don't know or something. Uh, he, he's probably the, he's the best actor on the show. I think. Yeah. He's um. very good. Um, <laughs> and la- la- well, I shouldn't say he's very good, but he, he, uh, he is better than most of them. And I think we talked about last time that he went on, he's like a pretty big producer now in Hollywood. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah. He's definitely uh. got that producer. Like, uh, you know, Oh, don't worry, baby. I'll make you a star. He's got that. He's got that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting it's interesting wow. that you could see that from this performance yeah well he, you know the, gr- the great ones you see right through them <laughs> is that what they say <laughs> um. uh, he so. does say that Amer- he's, he does say that Americans uh, that chess is not popular in the US Is I mean I don't think that's true well, it's not. He's saying it's not as popular as where he's from. All right, where Maybe it's like a true. national sport or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
So over in the locker room, Ashley is furious that Brooke and Kelly could be so devious, and Courtney reveals that she's interested in Dylan. What? What do you think of Dylan? Dylan? Just, what do you think of him? Well, he's kind of irresponsible, and he sure got an attitude. Do you think he's cute? Well, guys like that are always kind of cute. I mean, you wouldn't want to get involved with him or anything, but... Do you think he's cute? Oh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it much, but... Well, maybe I sort of think he's kind of attractive, but... But even if I did think he was attractive, what difference would that make? I mean, someone like Dylan's never going to notice someone like me. I love Courtney's, like, admission of this, her, like, super awkward, um, I don't know, like, putting it out there. Like, yeah. I kind of like him, but why would he ever think about me? Ay, ay, ay. I can't believe you don't. I, I think I think this is set up very nicely. I think Courtney's kind of that in-between of, like, yeah, she's she's very nice and attractive enough, and he's definitely the bad boy. And uh, it's you know, can this work? Can this Romeo and Juliet work? <laughs> That's no. what we're wondering for next episode. <laughs> well, I mean, I know the answers, but uh... <laughs> oh yeah, boy, <laughs> but you were the only one because despite it being on Amazon, no one has watched it. <laughs> well, if uh yeah, the ratings are any indication, yeah, nobody is watching this show. Yeah. Uh after school, Jake, Matt, Ashley, and Courtney get together at the Avalon to discuss the situation when Brooke shows up and blames Kelly for the whole thing. Yeah, right. I've never met anyone who's more innocent than Brooke. I know what you mean. Come on. I know Brooke can sometimes be kind of a well, you know. What's the word she's looking for? Five letters, I think. Rhymes with witch. But I don't think Brooke's such a bad person. Underneath. Afterward, Courtney asked Brooke's, ad- Brooke's advice about clothes. This was, like, perhaps the weirdest scene in the whole episode to me. Um, Courtney, oh, er, yeah. Courtney approaching Brooke about, like, clothes to wear to impress Dylan. Yeah, she immediately starts doing, like, her mean girl interrogation. Yeah, but it's also like what I'm just not sure what the purpose of this was. It doesn't play out in the episode. I don't know. Yeah. Also, we should mention that there's a whole conversation where they're trying to describe uh, Brooke as the B word at the Avalon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty risky stuff. Yeah, that was like Degrassi level stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a compliment? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It goes there. Yeah. (laughs) All right, good. (laughs) That's very good. Uh, Later in Dylan's garage, he and Billy are talking about their parents' problems when Courtney suddenly walks in. She claims that she brought a message for Billy, but she hangs around to listen to them play and can't take her eyes off of Dylan. Amazing. You mean that? Well, Dylan was amazing. Hey, 
The kid does okay. Look, I'm really sorry I just turned up like this without being invited. You said that three times already. But Mom wanted me to pass that message along to Billy. Right. Dinner's going to be 15 minutes late. Yeah, that's a pretty important message. So, are you going now? Um, I guess I should. I mean, not that I have to or anything. Um, there's nothing I'm supposed to be doing. Suit yourself. Well, maybe I could stay while you play something else? Something you wrote yourself? Why not? <laughs> Back at the Avalon, Kelly confronts Brooke, but Brooke talks her way out of it and vows revenge on Ashley. But when she turns her back, Kelly vows revenge on Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let's listen to this. I won't forget this, Brooke. Never. And don't be so melodramatic either. Don't worry. We'll put our heads together and come up with a really good way how to get back at Ashley. Take my word. It may take some time. There'll be revenge. Oh, yes. It may take some time, yeah. But there'll be revenge, Brooke. And you can take my word on that. Uh, wait, backtracking backtracking for just a second. Mm-hmm. Chris, I mean, Dylan can really rip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think those were his hands would be my question? Do we? I think he can play. Do we see him? You think, he, you think he's got it? Yeah, I think it's him. Cool. All right. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> just just, a, just, just as much as it's definitely Ryan Reynolds playing the drums. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do a good job of uh, of of making him look uh, pathetic but excited. Or, or maybe that's a, a testament to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> acting. No, I think it's like a little of that in between. Um, I I do think it's such a weird decision on the show that one of the major sets is Dylan's garage. It's like school, <laughs> the locker room, Avalon, <laughs> and Dylan's garage. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just wanted to comment on the um, junkyard that like is Dylan's garage. Like wherever he lives, um, <laughs> it's like yeah. you know an abandoned lot somewhere. Yeah. Well, he lets us know that he's got terrible parents. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess that jives. Yeah, he's got a death wish for him. <laughs> Practically. Um, we uh, also finally get a preview of next time. Next time, on 15. Maybe I told a few people that you're a pretty great musician. Because you are. But I didn't think you'd mind. Well, then think twice. Well, I'm sorry, then. I just... I Look, didn't... my music is my own business, okay? It's not a topic open for general conversation. So let's just keep it that way. If someone thought Dylan was really cute, well, what could they do to get him to notice her? Don't tell me you got a crush on Dylan. No, I'm not exactly saying... My little sister having a crush on Mr. Revel? What is it? Just that Mom and Dad are getting back together again. Getting divorced instead. Yeah, it's tempting. I I couldn't go on my sigh of relief. My sigh of relief was just like so palpable and like nice that I think I missed the whole next time. Oh, <laughs> that man. oh, that the episode was over. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, was, uh, yeah, yeah. 
you guys can't tell me you did not love the um oh yes brooke it will take some time (laughs) the whole the whole revenge talk i mean that was that was the juiciest moment of the episode Uh, yeah yeah okay good i'm happy we're agreed (laughs) yeah it's it's all pretty theatrical um i really no i totally enjoyed watching this episode i thought chris was going to be into it (laughs) i did too (laughs) uh yeah i I mean i watched it twice (laughs) (laughs) that is pretty amazing (laughs) oh boy i've never i've never felt disdain so palpable through a microphone Oh, I mean, it's not cat dog bad. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about some of the things that went into this. Yeah. Hi. This is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Um. Well, I took a look at, of course, Ashley Frazier, who's played by Laura Harris. Um. And I was kind of yeah, surprised by some of the things that uh, <laughs> she's been in. Uh, she was in the original It miniseries. She was in X Files. Uh, Wait, Supreme who is she? It? Who is she in the original It miniseries? Uh, she's like a just kind of like a background girl at the school. Okay. Okay. Uh, X Files. Sabrina the she's Teenage Witch. A, the faculty. That X Files episode is uh, is like a top fifteen episode too. It is. Yeah, it's great. Which one? Which I one agree. is it? Uh, it's got a German title. It's like the witch. It's like with the yeah. one where the teachers are witches. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I also took a look at Matt Walker because what the heck? <laughs> He's played by Todd Talbot. Um, and he was in Josie and the Pussycats, Dark Angel, Smallville. And he's currently a apparently a star of Love It or List It in canada <laughs> we did we did talk we talked about this a little last time because candace oh, was the guest and uh, she was uh, super excited that he was the host of the yeah, canadian yeah. version of love it or list it that yeah, guy I, I i just saw i just saw a picture of him he looks like like the the penguin is his uncle <laughs> uh i'm not sure what what to make of that uh, I don't think you have to make anything of it. <laughs> Chris, did you do a bio? Uh, no. Well, I looked. I I was trying to get everyone's age. So that's what I did instead of the bio. But I already, uh, you know, uh, disclosed that information. Everyone's about fifteen, except Brooke, for uh, Brooke. Yeah, except for Brooke. Uh, she's probably she's the only. So the only three people. Uh, besides Ryan Reynolds on the IMDb uh, like sort of cast summary that have pictures are Ashley, Dylan, and Brooke. Okay. That's too bad. I mean, I thought Jake was pretty good. Jake I can was tell solid. You that it seems that um, that uh, Brooke is... Uh, I, I've never watched that TV show Riverdale, but she seems to be a like a recurring character, maybe a teacher on Riverdale, which mm-hmm. I know as a former eighth grade teacher is extremely popular among, or was extremely popular among a certain demographic. She also seemed to have a really big role on the L word, which is cool. 
And uh, Andrew, maybe you'll recognize her from Mega Man TV series. <laughs> um, her voice? Uh, yeah, she's uh, she plays the character of Roll. Do you know the oh. Mega Man character Roll? Yeah, I think that's the main girl. Oh, that's cool. pretty interesting. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of uh. There's just not a lot of uh, uh, credits on the IMDb for 15. So I took a look at the uh, last time I talked about the writer and director. So this time I took a look at the only other person that was available, which is the guy who is uh, on the art department, uh, <laughs> who is Kenneth Bryant. And uh, he mostly does, it looks like props for films, but he's had a pretty good career. I mean, thinking that he started from 15, you know, hanging random posters all over the place. Um, He's, done, he's worked on Nell, Patch Adams, Shallow Hal, Joanna Man, Cold Mountain, The Notebook, Spider-Man 2, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, War, War of the Worlds, Blades of Glory, The Blind Side, X-Men First Class, The Hunger Games, Homeland, Batman vs. Superman, Three, Billboard, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Paper Towns, HBO's Vice Principals, Ant-Man Ant and the Wasp, Gemini Man, and Underground Railroad. He's had, a, he's had himself a pretty good career. He, yeah. Whoa. I mean, that's a huge, like, uh, <laughs> area tra to traverse, even yeah. in this much time. Yeah, I mean, it's 15 is pretty much Ryan Reynolds and Kenneth Bryan. <laughs> I was gonna say they should they should put his name under Ryan Reynolds uh, on, on the title for all yeah. those prop for all those prop fanatics out there. <laughs> um, I didn't have any trivia. I don't know if you did. No. Okay. Nothing. I, I, I got a little trivia for you. Oh. Ah. Uh, you guys want to guess the origin of the phrase "have a cow"? Hmm. Or, no? or do you want to guess like around yeah, uh, around what <laughs> year that is the, is the first uh, iteration of the phrase uh, having a cow? I looked at a couple different places. There's some places that think that goes back further to like a like a Greek fable, but I don't <laughs> think that it really counts. The phrase having a cow. I'll hmm. guess. I'll guess. Seventeenth uh, century. Okay. okay, Andrew. Um, I'll guess the eleven hundreds. Uh, no, uh, nineteen twenty-six. What? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> so, it seems like a pretty interesting history here. It it seems like the meaning has changed a lot over time. But Gertrude Stein has this like sort of like it's like a long poem. I guess it would you'd call it called uh as a wife has a cow and it's pretty weird uh th th just the beginning of it's nearly all of it to be sorry nearly all of it to be as a wife has a cow a love story all of it to be as a wife has a cow all of it to be as a wife has a cow a love story all of it to be as a wife has a cow a love story all of it to be all of it as a wife all of it as to be as a wife has a cow a love story all of it as a wife has a cow as a wife has a cow a love story that's the beginning of it <laughs> okay I, I like it 
and uh, and you, you know the 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 critics uh, interpret uh, sexual overtones to this idea. Um, to typical critics, um, and uh, I don't really see that here. But then it gets like kind of repopularized in a in a in a John Hughes movie in the '80s, and then the the Bart Simpson "Don't Have a Cow Man." Um, so kind of an interesting little history. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the John Hughes movie? Uh, six, yeah, Sixteen Candles. Huh. Wow. Oh yeah, really? Nice. Yep. Yep. Cool. So sixteen. So maybe this is an homage on the show Fifteen to Sixteen Candles. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, uh, it's actually well, also wanna... it's in the it's in the Breakfast Club also. Sorry. Oh. Hmm. It just took off. Yeah. Yeah. John Hughes loved saying don't have a cow. <laughs> I can respect it. It's a good it's a good turn of phrase. It's great. Okay. Uh, any stray observations, Andrew? Oh yeah, I got some. Um did you uh note when Billy and Courtney's dad go goes back to his apartment after dinner? Ooh. No. What time? Is it 8 p.m.? Is it 8 p.m.? No. no, no. Is it 6 p.m.? After... That's what I wanted no, to say. No, no, no. A little after midnight? No. <laughs> Let me give it to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. 9.30. <laughs> you know, Whoa. That... He doesn't want to break the 10 o'clock hour. Yeah, I, I, I respect it because it, 10 feels late. 9.30 is still <laughs> early enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... I did count the extras in this episode. Um, there's 34 people in the background, but it's the same six kids over and over. Um, so there's there's a girl in an army green sweater, a girl in a purple shirt, a boy in a blue shirt, a uh, boy at the Avalon in a gray shirt, um, a navy shirt, and then the bartender at the Avalon, who's like this thirteen-year-old <laughs> chubby kid. Uh, he's 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 both the bartender at the Avalon, and then at school he wears a teal and a white T-shirt in the background a lot. Hmm. Um, so there you um, have it. I the most like jarring extra scene was when they're in lo- the lockers. Uh, it was Courtney yeah. and Ashley. Yeah. Yeah, and the girl like wa- has to walk around them. Yeah. Army, Army green sweater girl. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about uh, we got two locker room scenes: a boys' locker room, a girls' locker room. Hmm. Uh, in both scenes in the locker room, uh, there are chalkboards in the background. Um, do you know what what types of information uh, are on these chalkboards? Yes. Uh... Would you like it? Would you? Sure, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, in the boys' locker room, it says "Notice rugby tryouts today, four o'clock." And then there's there's some basketball like coaching instructions. It says basketball, post pattern, pivot, three seconds in the key. And then there's another (laughs) little (laughs) section. And then there's another little section that says Matt and Damian, good game on Friday. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Incredible. It's so, and then the it's so real. It's like they stole someone's 
bored right out of the locker room. <laughs> uh, post pattern pivot three seconds in the key. <laughs> um, and then the chalkboard in the girls' locker room said, this one was harder. This was harder to make out, but what I caught was cheerleader tryouts Wednesday, three fifteen. The boys have field hockey. Come on, girls. Um, the, the there was a little more on it, but I couldn't make it out. Yeah, I, I couldn't make out any more uh, on the girls. I spent too much time doing the the boys. But uh, uh, Andrew, I'm disappointed that you didn't take notice of these things. Um, you know, I briefly saw them and I just couldn't make out all the words and let it go, I guess. Sure. Is that Amazon prime quality? (laughs) Did you notice, I don't know if this is a Canadian thing or what, or if this is just like a poor writing decision, but did you notice like what they say instead of, um, calling somebody? Is it phoning? Yeah. Yeah, just, that is kind it's of just strange. very weird. Like Matt was phoning me last night. Like who <laughs> says that? You... Oh, maybe real quick. I don't. I don't know if I've I've brought this up to you guys, but have you noticed the phenomenon of people uh, saying using text t e x t when you like text someone using it in the past tense? Like, oh, I text him last night. There's hmm. a, a huge no. segment of the population that does this. I've heard, I've I've heard like twenty people say this uh and i don't understand when that became normal it doesn't make any sense to me but just thought uh, i would get wait, that out here you've heard them say it yeah like, i've heard people say it all the time like oh man. uh she, she texted me last night oh huh no that's weird never heard that what's the complaint that they're not that in like text is present tense right like Oh, that they're not doing past tense. Yeah, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll keep an an ear out for it. Well, I I bet in a year we're all going to be doing it. It's going to be one of those things that uh, that we're all going to be doing. So (laughs) keep on with that. Uh, Did you guys catch what Billy's t-shirt said? Oh, yeah. I tried. I couldn't make it out. (laughs) I believe it's Zoo Cycle and Surf. Oh Love yeah, it. okay. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it. I thought it said zoo cycle exposure. Oh, <laughs> I just uh, figured and surf like feels like it might be a real thing. I don't know. <laughs> okay, though it's at the zoo, so that's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to note before I forget about it. Uh, those the outdoor shots like between scenes. <laughs> yeah. I, those are like uh, just so bizarre to me. Um, and they seem like, I think they just repeat the same ones. It's like the same the exact shot. Same, yes. yeah, yeah. It's like the same uh, eight kids walking into a school. Yeah. <laughs> it creates like a really interesting um, feel for the show. Like that's the first shot that you get. Like this is the school. Um, so that's kind of like the image that's in my head. Um, and it's interesting show and it's interesting because the the school looks like it's in like some field but they're <laughs> they're clearly the cutaways to the avalon are this busy city intersection <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which they seem to have like matt is at the avalon during the school day they just yeah. seem to they seem to have very quick access to this diner 
I, I thought it was maybe like attached to the school in some like weird, mm. you know, I thought maybe they do that in Saskatchewan or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that, but every time you go to the Avalon, they show you that intersection. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, did you guys happen to catch the pictures in Kelly or Brooks lockers? <laughs> yes, but I, I didn't know who they were. I just know. Yeah. They just seem like babes. <laughs> Kelly Kelly's locker has Jason Presley, James Dean, and the word love. And Brooks locker does seem to just have some shirtless model, but she also has a picture of Les Mis and Marilyn Monroe. Hmm. Which seems okay. that's that's that Kenneth Bryant um prop touches. <laughs> yeah, that. you think? Oh, for sure. <laughs> hey. For sure. That tells that tells you exactly the kind of handful that she is. Exactly, yeah. You know, she's got the she's she's got the drama of Les Mis, the teenage girl of the model, shirtless model, and like the um the kind of elite Marilyn Monroe uh, like center taste. of attention. Like but yeah. also like that she's gotta be in the middle of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I thought uh, maybe she maybe he asked the actors to bring in some things that they thought represented the characters. Oh, maybe. I'd be shocked though if Kenneth Bryant would just hand <laughs> the reins over like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just that doesn't strike me as any. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you catch what the arcade machine at the Avalon is? No. We might have talked about this in a past episode. Uh, I think we may have, yeah. It's Galaxian. Oh. Okay. That's fun. Uh, Olaf, what what was he ranked in Finland? Kidding me? Do you know this no. person? Uh, is it number four? Yep. Yep. Uh, my uh, this is my last one. Um, did you catch Courtney's important message for that she had to bring Billy? Why she came over to Dylan's garage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dinner's gonna be fifteen minutes late. Yep. <laughs> I love I love how funny Dylan thinks that is. Yeah, he loves well, it. He it's sees just, right through her. It's absolutely pathetic. It it's embarrassing. <laughs> Chris it's, is really embarrassed for Courtney. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine, oh my god! Imagine just pulling that move off, having like no sense of like, you know, uh, propriety, uh, self awareness, uh, well, subtlety. They're in high school for Christ's sake. They're not, you know, they're not 30 something. She's, she wants to, you know, hook up with this guy and she yeah, has an in. It is, um, it is like an embarrassingly poor, uh, like, um, you know, excuse to come over there. Like she couldn't come up with something slightly better than that. But I guess maybe that was supposed to be funny or something. Oh, you guys are too hard on her. <laughs> I mean, it it is. Uh, I mean, it, it it achieves its intended effect of being kind of cringy. Like we we're supposed to cringe <laughs> yeah, sure. at her, but it just feels <laughs> almost too cringy for me. <laughs> well, Chris, did you happen to note what type of guitar uh, Dylan's playing? Uh, no. Is it like a Strat? Uh, it's an Epiphone. Oh, really? What kind of Epiphone? Yeah. I don't remember. Is it red? It's white. You know, I actually looked it up and I couldn't find it. Uh, 
so I don't know what type of model. I've never seen one like it, but the head definitely set up a phone. Oh, someone's going to write in and be like, you didn't recognize the, the EP25 <laughs> 50th anniversary edition? You don't, you don't I think would welcome that type of write-in, to be honest. <laughs> you don't think your boy uh, like had them make a special guitar <laughs> just for 50? Kind of Bryant? Commission, yeah. <laughs> It needs to have the edge of Dylan. <laughs> that guy really is the glue of the show. The best thing about the show are those little details. Yeah. Dylan's garage is incredible. There's a case of margarita coolers in there. Whoa. Yeah. Jeez. All right. That's uh that's all my stray observations. Uh let's take a look at the ratings. Um there are no ratings. Uh IMDb, <laughs> this episode has not been scored. Oh. TV.com, this episode has not been scored. Uh so what did you give true friends out of five crub stars? Uh I gave it a lot of thought and I finally landed on two and a half out of five. Um <laughs> okay. I feel like that's a respectable um it lost some points for being kind of ridiculous uh <laughs> kind of but but i think like it it surprisingly kept my attention probably as much as a uh hey dude episode and considering that like nothing is happening really it's <laughs> pretty incredible <laughs> yeah really nothing they it's just exposition it's just them explaining either the last scene or the last episode <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Chris, what did you give this thing? Uh, I'm going to settle on a two. Two, just a straight two. Deuces. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I agree with what Andrew said. I mean, I think that I I really didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't like it. It, It's worse than mediocre, um, (laughs) but it's not so poorly done that it's like you get a lower score and it's kind of funny so it's kind of the worst of all worlds like like it's not absurd enough to to make fun of and not good enough to enjoy um i think that there are parts that are like i actually do think like the art stuff like that set design is good um i think maybe the best thing about it is that it is just seems so thoroughly early 90s like it, it hits that aesthetic in a way that few things do of like, you know, the suburban early nineties teen thing. It does seem like a documentary almost in that way. And I think that's cool, <laughs> but it doesn't make it a good show. Oh, wow. <laughs> Brutal. Well, I, I like, I like, I like it a whole lot. I, it does. I mean, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the stuff you were just saying, Chris, I was nodding, but in a way that was like in a very good way that it really hits, it hits this kind of weird zone that I feel like no other uh, adolescent show in the early nineties did. Like there was say by the bell, but to me, this is, this is say by the bell in like the strangest way. There's like, you know, zapped of humor <laughs> and, and zapped of like, actually feeling like a school there's some there's a strangeness about this show that uh entrances me i mean i i know of course i know of course that it's technically not well it's bad and the acting is pretty bad and the writing's bad but um but there's something about it anyway i i gave i gave the last time we reviewed i gave dislocated swede a 3.9 
I didn't wow. think this, I, I didn't think this episode was quite as good as the dislocated suite, so I gave this one a three point seven five. Um, and I have and I have kind of the the the, the knowledge of the next few episodes being substantially better than this one. Um, so, uh, I mean, episode five, I can't wait to get to, um, it's, it's really good. Uh, I appreciate everything you said, but I still feel like anything over a three is just kind of beyond what this is probably capable of this show for me, except, and I do mean this sincerely, that when I watch 15, I'm compelled to keep watching. And I'm I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying that jokingly, but like if yeah. we watched a random Hey Dude or I mean shows that I might genuinely think are of better quality, I'm not always compelled to just like, oh, I gotta see what happens next. And so I yeah. think there's a credit to this show that like it's so strange to me that I wanna just keep watching. Yeah, I agree with it that. Is, yeah, it is you're right. That's a good argument because it is strange. And that, like, the thing that is the most basic to any other show, they just say, like, oh, plot? No, we don't need that. We're, we're so confident that we're doing, like, a, a slice of life with these incredibly charismatic actors that we don't need to do the whole thing, you know, of having a narrative uh, here. That so, whole thing. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's 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 strange, and I, you know, I I get I get why it didn't catch on. Uh, it's it's just not that well made, but well, I mean, um, it kind of did. It was like four seasons. Yeah, but nobody can find those other three seasons. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's that does seem like a long run, though, for one of yeah. these shows. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, you want to name the episode? Yeah. Uh, I called this one breaking up is hard to do. Hmm. Okay. Hey, did we even mention that Matt said, I love you to Ashley? Did you say that? Yeah. Yeah. We talked oh, about it for a minute. I mean, that's a, that's a big moment. Uh, yeah, that, it was overshadowed by her uh, reaction. Just like yeah. <laughs> her no expression reaction. <laughs> breaking up is hard to do. Well, who's breaking up? You mean like the, uh, th- the threatened Ashley and Matt are like trying to break up, but yeah, it's I like not it. happening. Yeah. yeah okay. Like Ashley, like Ashley might not even be into him. Like if we can also read it that yeah. way, like but he just pulled this. I love you card as like a desperation move. And now she kind of <laughs> has to stay with him. Cause like this is the first time that anyone said, I love you to that, to that girl. You know, you can't just say, forget you in that moment. <laughs> kind of manipulative yeah yeah and 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 honestly there isn't an episode where she's like it seems there's never a time where she seems in love with matt it always seems like he's working real hard to keep her keep her with him (laughs) yeah Uh, that was not impressive to me all right um my title is uh a center for ants As in Zoolander, or <laughs> oh, is that a line in Zoolander, or something like that? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, 
it's uh you know a center for ants that's my uh that's my title what you got joey what <laughs> no <laughs> no explain it uh i i just marinate on it a little bit i think it'll i think it'll come together you just totally make this up Totally no. unrelated to anything. No, is it a piece of literature? Does it come from the Have a Cow poem? Uh, no, it's uh, it's just something I kind of thought about. That I thought of, I thought it might be a good title. I do think it's the punchline at the end of Zoolander when they show him that model. Remember that like tiny little oh, model? Yeah. Like, cool. what is this? A, a school, school for ants. For Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I had no idea. I've never seen Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, okay. you've never seen Zoolander. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> I called this episode "Eyes for Dylan." Eyes for Dylan. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Cor- Courtney and her crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pretty good. <laughs> Cross, all right. How about cross? How about cross-eyed for Dylan? <laughs> she's not cross-eyed she definitely she has this weird thing where she squints her left eye and bulges her right eye oh yeah uh, yeah it's weird oh i'm just worried that she might have killed people sorry go ahead uh i do have some youtube comments here I'm so excited. I forgot to do that. <laughs> well, these all these episodes used to be on YouTube, but YouTube has taken them down. And now, like, it'll show up as episode four, True Friends, but all the episodes are just the theme song. However, the the, the comments are still there. Um, so, so the comments for this episode, uh, JW Drama 80 said, end of this episode is everything. That's why I loved this show when it was on. It was my real soap. My mom even loved watching it with me. Uh, Sam Guthrie, 1977, said, Jake is such a good friend and decent dude, and Courtney is so sweet and good-hearted. I remember wanting to see them get together for the entire first season. Oh, yeah. Billy, <laughs> Billy Cross says, That kid is actually playing guitar. Most shows just fake it, and kids can't tell. <laughs> Uh, Blob City says Dylan sneakers look like they might be Nike David Robinson pumps. If so, those Whoa. were around a hundred. <laughs> if so, those were around one hundred thirty dollars at the time. Maybe he stole them. That would be a more punk uh-huh. rock move. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Stephanie Clark said Brooks a sociopath. Oh yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> so there's some YouTube comments. I mean, very I was, active. The, the, there's one here, uh, the the first one, uh, or I guess the lowest one here, the Candid Counterbalance uh, says, I have virtually no memory of the show airing on Nickelodeon, except for that synth pop theme song, which was my cue to go outside and play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, hey, I guess them and everybody else. Um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, we do have an email, right, Andrew? Yeah. 
Uh, this one comes from Scott. He says, hey guys, great episode about sick episodes from Nick Shows. I thought your list was very good, just a couple of extras that I wanted to add. I don't know if they would make your list or not, but Secret World of, of Alex Mack, Cold Day in Paradise. Mostly about Alex having a cold and it affecting her powers. That does sound kind of familiar to me. Um, and hey dude, rest in pieces. Jake, Ted, and Buddy suspect that Mr. Ernst is sick with a fatal disease called gastrothrombosis. Unfortunately, they later find out that it's a sickness only in horses and that the horse Uncle Albert has the disease. Anyway, keep up the good work. I'm loving the podcast, Scott. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got um, one. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I didn't even think about that Hey Dude episode. I'm not sure I noticed that one, but that no, sounds pretty uh, promising. I definitely didn't either. Um, we got one here from Justin. I'm going to read this because I think Chris could be interested in this. He actually proposes an episode idea that's interesting. He says, hey guys, I was listening to the 1994 year in review episode, and Joey mentions that uh, one of the topics of discussion would be music videos, and that he wishes that that would have been a topic discussed in the previous year in reviews. That led me mm. to think that this could be a, that this could be a great episode of its own. Favorite and least favorite music videos from 1990 to 1993. You could even call the original year in review guests for each year if you were inclined. Uh, hope you'll consider that idea. Thank you for continuing to put out a great show. Stay safe, Justin. What a great idea! Yeah, uh, That's so a great maybe idea. maybe uh, go back and take a look at music videos from the early '90s since we didn't add that. I think maybe Chris, maybe you proposed that, or uh, oh yeah, it was so one of my great we'll, ideas. Uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> whether that's true or not. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks for emailing. Keep emailing us. Uh, be, uh, be great. Uh, what are, what are we uh, doing next time, Andrew? Uh, next time we're going to talk about a episode of salute your shorts called sponge goes to the movies or sponges night out. (laughs) Uh, It's a really good one. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Should be good. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Uh, you can find you can email, email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, leave us uh, a review if you if you have the time. That'd be really great. Uh, Chris, are you happy we're on Spotify now? Uh, yeah, I'm very happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you, do you guys get that Spotify money now? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> it's going okay. into some black Are hole. we are we supposed to be getting <laughs> Spotify money? <laughs> you didn't get your your Spotify stimulus check from uh, from uh, you know the the space guy Elon Musk? He didn't send you your Spotify check. <laughs> Does he own Spotify or something? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, Chris. Uh, We hope you're enjoying nature. Yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying um, your your lives now too. Uh, You know, really nice talking with you guys. This is fun, Uh, and and hope we can uh, see each other in person sometime soon. Yeah, agreed. Would be nice. 
Um, and uh, we'll see all of you next episode. Floated the river today, which is really good. I flipped, I hit my head on a rope swing. <laughs>